Hello and welcome to Conversations with Jules and Ange. We are your hosts, Julie Smith and Angela Bleacher. We are two women passionate about helping others show up as their true selves in this world. We hope to support and inspire you along your journey of becoming the person you were always meant to be. Because the one thing we know with absolute certainty is that the world needs you. On today's episode, we are continuing our discussion on advice. Last week, we went through advice that we view as good and positive, and today we will discuss some advice that has not been so good. Advice that does not serve us and that we have and continue to learn to let go of. All right, let's dive in. All right. So Jules, I know last week we talked a little bit about... um, you know, advice given or messages given to us, especially like during childhood. Um, so I just want to kind of like review that a little bit. So, you know, when, when we're a kid, especially to be honest, like zero to seven is kind of the most, um, I guess, um, impactful period of time because our brains during this time is just like sponges absorbing all the inputs, all the messaging, um, coming in. And at this time, we're really establishing, um, our perception of the world and how we fit in it. Um, so, you know, through childhood, everything that comes in is essentially like truth to us, right? We don't have this ability to critically evaluate or analyze, um, advice coming into our system. So it becomes kind of part of our thought patterns and subconscious. Um, and, you know, this can lead to, I know we talked even earlier episodes, this can lead to those limiting beliefs that then kind of live and stick with us subconsciously through our whole lives and obviously limit us and impact us. Um, but now as adults, now as our brains develop, we now do have the ability to go back to these limiting beliefs, these thoughts that, like I said, we probably, you know, absorbed early on in life and look at these thoughts, these beliefs objectively, and then decide what we do with it. Do we keep it? Do we let these beliefs live on in us and affect our lives or do we do the work now to release those and establish what something that's more true to us? Um, so I just thought that was just important to review. And I think it also just gives, at least for me, like some urgency or intention, maybe is a better word, around words I use. Because uh, words matter. They're impactful for all of us, not just children, but for all of us. So I don't know. It just, it's really important. And I think we all should have intention around that. So today, maybe, well, today we will go through some of the advice that we have received that maybe we wish we did not. (laughs) So uh, let's start with you. (laughs) Yeah. My, my very first one that came to mind when we started coming up with these was you can sleep when you're dead. And I don't really remember exactly 
who said this to me or when I heard it. However, I am someone who tends to run herself into the ground doing way too many things and I will overextend myself. And this, this advice, I feel like just sets you up for what is called burnout. Um, because, uh, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not dead, so I don't know, but I don't think you can sleep when you're dead. And <laughs> if I'm not sleeping, I am, I'm alive walking around, but I, I honest to God feel dead inside. I, I need sleep. It is such a crucial part of my well being, and it, it impacts how I show up around other people. One thousand percent. I could say about that. Like literally, as you said this one, like I, the emotion that arises in me is first just anger because I like, oh, I hate. I wish this would be just like wiped out of society. Um, for so many reasons. First of all, to your point on burnout, like, I mean, as a human being, we can go. I, I mean, I think like months, maybe even, I think there's a guy who went a year without eating. Like we can go a very long time without food. Yeah. We can go a very long time without water. I think we could go like a few days without sleep. Like it is so essential, like the most essential part of being a human being. So the fact that we don't put value in that is like wild to me. Um, but it also, at least for me too, Jules, it's like, it's, it's this undertone that resting is not productive. Yes. Yeah. And that's what, at least in my mind, what I had to do the work is shifting that like, because to your point, we're so wired to be, to produce, be productive, do more, do, do, do. Well, you know what else? Well, you know, what's the most productive thing I could do a lot of times is rest and sleep. So it's shifting rest and sleep to a positive um, but yes, that one, a good one Ooh, for us yeah. to wipe out. <laughs> Get it out of there. All right. Tell me one of yours. All right. So this one I'm sharing just because of the personal work I'm doing right now is real fresh in the forefront of my mind. Um, and I heard this when I was in, I truly remember the day I was seven, I was in seventh grade and at school, there we were having like an ice cream social. So it was like a special treat for all the students. Great. So my class, it was our turn. So we got to go line up and we're in line where you get to pick your ice cream, your toppings, all the fun stuff. So we're in line. And I remember our teacher goes to us. She goes, girls, remember a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like what? (laughs) Like Jules, uh, seriously, like when I was reflecting on this moment, so many emotions came up and like, honestly, what I feel, I feel like I just look at my, I was 12 years old. Like I look at my 12 year old self and I just feel so sorry. I feel so sad for her because like that comment stole so much joy from that girl. 
was taken away from me. So it limits so many fun, joyful experiences because I took that and that was ingrained in my mind of, of what I had to do to be whatever in this world. And it just robbed me of so, so much joy. So I would love for that comment and really any comment around food, like earning food, working off food to really be wiped out because at least for my brain, it, it led to some really disordered thought patterns. So that is one I'm ready to get rid of. Woo. Yeah. I don't even know if I have anything else to add to that other than sadness for that 12 year old girl. And also the woman that said it because yeah, yeah. That her entire life too. Yes. Good point. Very good point. Hmm. All right. All right. What's up next for you? This one, I've heard it my entire life. And when my mom died, I finally realized that I don't, I didn't want to hear it anymore. (laughs) I didn't want to be what they were saying. So they would tell people would always say to me, you're so strong or just stay strong. And there was a moment when, I don't know, it was after my mom passed away. I don't even remember what I was doing, but I, I thought to myself, I'm supposed to be strong, but I don't want to be Mm. at this moment. And it's almost like I didn't know how to show up in a way that didn't present as strong Mm. because I had heard it my entire life. Mm. That's so fascinating as you say that, Jules, because as I think about people that I would categorize as quote unquote strong. Those are the people who are the most vulnerable. Yeah. And let, you know what I mean? Like that, at least to me, that is strength. And so once again, maybe the reframe around what does, what is your definition? You can be strong, but what's your definition of strong, you know? And the other one that, as you said that too, that popped in my head that I heard you know, I think whatever society is always like, oh, have thicker skin or grow thicker skin. Yeah. And like, God, we're, we're not made to have thick skin. We're made to feel you're not like, we're made to go through all those emotions. So I don't know, like I said, I think so good. Yeah. All right. What's another one of yours? Let's do this one. Oh, you know, you and I grew up in the wonderful world of Disney and all the beautiful, beautiful Disney movies that don't get me wrong. Love me some good Disney movies. Um, But the messaging at that time um, was meet Prince Charming and live happily ever after. And man, <laughs> I wish yeah. I absorb that yep. as the how to be happy in life. Um, and even, isn't it crazy? Like, yeah. and even on a more, I don't know, global 
kind of, I guess, world with this too, or whatever the right term is, is like anything external from us does not bring happiness. Like happiness is an internal job only. Like no person, no amount of money, no achievement will make you happy. I mean, we, we see this time and time again in our society, right? I mean, like athletes, CEOs, the wealthiest people on earth, celebrities who have everything you could ever imagine in their life are miserable, you know, mental illness, addiction to whatever they're addicted to. And sadly, like suicide, you know, and it just proves I wish I'd, I just want to get that message out, like proves time and time again, external things do not bring happiness. Like it is an internal game, hundred yeah. percent solely. So mm. I don't know. Yeah, you nailed it. That is my take and kudos to Disney for trying to redo their message. Yeah. They kind of shifted. <laughs> They're doing better. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, funny. So good. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. We hope that you are able to critically analyze the advice that you were given throughout your life and, you know, feel empowered to release anything that does not serve you and your greatest good. If you like our content, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it with a friend. All right. We are signing off. Love, Jules and Ange.